0: have some bacon on a biscuit and let's go we're burning
1: daylight welcome to the frontier freedom hour with jeff hunt sponsored by centennial institute at colorado christian university now here's jeff hunt
0: friends we are back with another week of the frontier freedom hour thanks so much for listening if you're still a conservative living in colorado Welcome to the Remnant, still gathering together in the midst of an absolutely nutty takeover of this state. Now, we're not in the business of elections or campaigns. We don't work, but, man, as conservatives, you sure wonder what's going to happen to to the state on pro-life policies, on family policies, on the growth of government, on free markets. That is the stuff we work on. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation running the board. Michael. Deadshot Arpaio, and producer Jamie Erker, the Mighty One. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We are thankful here we're not getting all the government we are paying for, uh, which is going to be a lot more in the state of Colorado here very, very soon. I always like to start with a little cowboy wisdom, maybe helpful for you, and a little depressed over... The results of this last week. Making it in life is kind of like Boston Bronx. You're going to get thrown off. The simple secret is keep getting back on, and we are going to continue to labor for Christian conservative values in this state. If you're not familiar with the Centennial Institute, that's what we do. We are the public policy think tank at Colorado Christian University seeking to impact our culture in support of traditional family values, the sanctity of life, compassion for the poor, biblical view of human nature, limited government, free markets, personal freedom, natural law, original intent of the Constitution, and Western civilization. That's actually written down. CCU seeks to impact our culture for that, and that's our job at the Centennial Institute. On our show today, John Stone Street. I love this guy. And speaking of of names and cowboy names, I was looking up the etymology of Stone Street. The surname may be topographical for someone who lived by a Roman or paved road or habitation from a place known as Stone Street in England. They even have a. I found like a like a arms, a coat of arms. Stone Street's like a royal name, I think, maybe. He serves as the president of the Colson Center for Christian Worldview. My gosh, we need some Christian worldview. I'll tell you about a tweet I just had recently, and it's just erupted on Twitter, but he's a sought-after author and speaker in the areas of faith and culture, theology, worldview, education, and apologetics. John is the daily voice of Breakpoint the nationally syndicated commentary on the culture founded by the late Chuck Colson. I had a wonderful opportunity to meet Chuck before he passed away, and thank God for the wonderful work that that man has done in getting Christians to engage in the public square. He's also the voice of The Point, a daily one-minute feature on worldview apologetics and cultural issues. John, my cigar-smoking buddy, thanks so much for being on.
1: Hey. Jeff. Great to be on with you, man. I mean, you're good at this. I'm just listening to you, man. you 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 I mean, I, I did not that I expected anything less, but, uh, man, I want to listen to your show every week.
0: <laughs> we got a new listener to the frontier freedom hour. Got a new that makes, that <laughs> makes four. That makes four. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there, John. You're growing exponentially.
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> Tell us about Breakpoint. Tell us about the Colson Center for Christian Worldview. What are you guys doing? Because I feel like our culture doesn't like Christians right now.
1: Well, a lot of times that's probably true, but I think a bigger problem than what you know, kind of they, uh, quote unquote, think about us is how us think. Um, mm. In other words, I remember being at a meeting with Chuck Colson years ago. You may have even been at this meeting, Jeff. Um, but I remember a Christian leader standing up, and, and he said something that kind of was funny. It elicited a lot of laughter in the room, but I, I kind of keep going back to it. He goes, you know, if we could just get all the Christians saved, we'd be in good shape. <laughs> what he meant was that <laughs> what he meant was essentially uh, what something that Chuck used to say, is that the most important thing right now is for the Church to be the Church.
0: Amen. And
1: right now the Church is not the, like the Church. A lot of times the Church thinks like the rest of culture. The Church is full of people who are secularists, with a twist. Um, the Christian faith has become personal, and it is personal, don't get me wrong, I mean that's one of the most beautiful things about it, is that God came in the flesh in person. But um, we've made it private, in other words, as, as if the truths of Christianity are, are personal private preferences, and not actually public truth claims about life in the world, you know, when it comes to, for example, when life begins, what gives us human value, uh, what, who we are as male and female. Um, you know the, the idea that we have a, a, a moral conscience and, and, and a level of moral freedom that needs to be protected and preserved from from, from the state. Uh, the idea that we're not economically determined creatures, but we're worldview determined hmm. creatures. Yeah, these are all things that are really important commitments. And Chuck Colson realized that years ago. Of course, Chuck was the uh, the hatchet man in the Nixon administration. Went to prison because of Watergate. Right before that, became a became a follower of Christ, and ended up going back into prisons to take the gospel, you know, to folks who were incarcerated and their families, and along the way started to ask, what's happening? Why is the prison population in America exploding? What's breaking? And he realized that the brokenness that, that he saw in, the, in prison was, uh, was downstream from a brokenness in the, in the wider culture, and that whenever there was that sort of brokenness historically, and the church was willing to run into the brokenness with mm. what's true and good, uh, then that's um, that, that's where Christians belonged. And so that started him trying to help Christians think like Christians, um, help, help them develop a Christian worldview. And that's what we do at, at the Colson Center. Um, Breakpoint Point is a daily commentary about something happening in the culture every day, but instead of just you know, commenting on it from a partisan perspective or commenting on it from a merely kind of political or some other perspective. We want to be Christian. We, we want the church uh, to be the church and be able to think about what's happening in the culture as Christians, um, you know, with a Christian framing. So that's what we're all about at the Colson Center.
0: It, it's a unique time, right? So it, we often deal with people that are like, um, you know, it, it's kind of dirty, icky, the public square is, and I just kind of want to ignore it. I want to, I want to uh, go to church. I want to raise my family. I work at my job, and I—that's the world I live in, and I'm very content in that world. And I just don't—I don't, don't want to engage in the place where there's disagreement, where there's anger and frustration, and some people win and some p- people don't have to win. And and, it, it, but we, we live in a time where there's not a Caesar, right? So like, what the early church was dealing with is a very different culture than we're dealing with. You had just kind of a a, a a government up on high that just dictated to everybody else what the laws were, and you just dealt with it. And you had churches meeting secretly, and Paul, you know, is kind of writing about the household of Caesar and how there's believers now in the household of Caesar, and they face those challenges. But we live in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Um, there, there's almost like a stewardship element uh, that's different and unique at this moment in world history that maybe the early church didn't have to. And so you, you, you have to engage with these issues in a way, um, or we're just basically turning it over to people that don't have a Christian worldview. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's, I mean, it is a stewardship issue. I mean, Paul puts it pretty simply, you know, if you can do good and you don't do it, it's sin, right? Hmm. So if we have an opportunity to do some good uh, through the political process because of the system we have, even if that's different, you know, than what um, what's available to the follow- first followers of Christ, and we, then we've got to do it. I mean, some people hmm. have opportunities that other people do not, and God himself, we learn in Acts chapter 17, is the one who put us in this time and this place, because he puts people in every time and in every place, and he does it, yeah, Paul says, so that people can find God and they can serve God. So, you know, that that's this is our time and place. This is the opportunity that we have. This is the way we can love God and love our neighbor. And if we don't take advantage of that, uh, then it's sin. Because, like, this stuff really matters. I mean, policy really matters. Who leads really matters. Now, you know, there's the opposite mistake of thinking that, you know, as Chuck Colson used to say, you know, kind of thinking that salvation will come in Air Force One, <laughs> or, you know, for that, me, for that matter, you know, from a remade Supreme Court or whatever. No, no, politics can't do everything. Yeah. And that's another thing that we should talk about, which is, you know, living in a time where, and I don't mean just Christians, I mean, culturally speaking, politics is taking too much uh, of our, our time, attention, Claiming too much territory, sucking all the air out of the room, and our culture is becoming really, really thin because so much weight is being put on politics. But the answer to that is not to, you know, to to, to get out of the to get out of the process. In fact, you know what's interesting is even. Uh, what we see is the more and more throughout church history, if you want to go back to this argument from church history, which I hear a lot as well, but if if you go back and you you look at it, the more and more freedom, the more and more opportunity that Christians had, the more they took it, right? Mm -hmm. In other words, as that began to change, Mm -hmm. as they were not just second-class citizens, you even see Paul appealing to his citizenship, you (laughs) know, in the New Testament. And then you have, you know... um, if you take for example there was a wonderful tweet about this a twitter thread just recently from a british thinker who's been really i think trying to put some pieces around this and he he said you know if you take kind of the three big things uh through history three big social revolutions um which is the um uh the the end of the gladiatorial games the end of uh, the uh, infanticide, death by exposure mm. in the Roman Empire, and then the end of slavery, what you have are Christians who did theological work, you know, interpersonal work, community building, and Christians who did political work. It wasn't either or, it was Amen. both. Right?
0: Amen. Uh, I appreciate don't that. Get one
1: without the other. Yeah, on all three of those issues.
0: We're talking with John Stone Street of the Colson Center. He's the president of the Colson Center and Breakpoint Radio. He's a co host there. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation. And I got to tell you, one of the things I always appreciated about Chuck Colson is he was a political operative. I had a portion of my career as a political operative. I know what that feeling's like to want to go charge down and win for your candidate no matter what it takes. So, we're going to continue this conversation. I'm going to ask him all about what's happening worldview wise in the state of Colorado. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll be right back.